Hello everyone, welcome to Screen Scream on Viola. In today's episode, we're going to talk about several crazy and ridiculous movies, but they're all critically acclaimed. These are some movies that are trending around the globe, and I believe it was released in North America earlier, and now it's going to be released in Taiwan this weekend. Now really is a time that we need some laugh. So let's listen to the first crazy and ridiculous movie we're going to introduce today. Everything, everywhere, all at once. An aging Chinese immigrant is swept up in an insane adventure, where she alone can save the world by exploring other universes, connecting with the life she could have led. The first new movie we're going to talk about today is Everything Everywhere All at Once. It's a Hollywood movie starring Michelle Yeoh. As we heard in the introduction, this movie is about multiverse. Thanks to Marvel Cinematic Universe, I believe every movie lover is familiar with multiverse. But in Everything Everywhere All at Once, they play along with it and make fun of it. This movie is produced by Russell Brothers and directed by Dan Quinn and Daniel Schnert. The whole production was done by the Marvel team. It even casted a lot of A-listers. From the introduction, we can imagine that the protagonist, the mom, is going to solve a lot of problems. You may wonder what are those problems. So the day that happens in the movie is her father's birthday. She needs to stop her daughter from outing herself. She needs to clean up what her useless husband has done, and she even needs to explain some tax issues to the government official. So it really is a very chaotic, troublesome day for the protagonist. But just when she can't even understand what's happening, the evil power is already spreading in multiverse, and the world is going to be destroyed. Only in this multiverse, the useless protagonist Evelyn can save the world. But right after, when she realizes that she's in multiverse, she's going to face even bigger crisis. The introduction sounds very crazy and very ridiculous. But before all the movie critics released their reviews, people doubted whether this is going to be a good movie or not. But now everyone's so looking forward to watching it. I also wonder why it's so good. But I guess I'm not going to watch it. Because of the pandemic in Taiwan, I don't think I'm going to watch any movie that I didn't plan to watch, no matter how good people say it is. But first of all, it's funny. So if you think you really need to have some laughs during this stressful time, you can go watch it. And second, it really is different from what we've been seeing in the theater recently. So if you're looking for something new this weekend. I recommend you to watch everything, everywhere, all at once. It's really chaotic, but it's going to be super good. Okay, next crazy movie: The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. The fictionalized version of Nick Cage must accept a one million dollar offer to attend the birthday of a dangerous superfan, Javi Gutierrez. 
Things take a wildly unexpected turn when Nick Cage is recruited by a CIA operative Vivian and forced to live up to his own legend, channeling his most iconic and beloved on-screen characters in order to save himself and his loved ones. We got another offer. It's a million bucks. It's to attend a wealthy. The second new movie we're going to talk about today is The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Basically, the title itself is talking about the protagonist Nick Cage, starred by Nick Cage himself. And actually, this movie was tailor-made for him. See, he even played himself in the movie. He mocked his past self, who would take any cases, any movies. Here, I'd like to explain a little bit for some people who may not know what happened. So actually, Nicolas Cage was an award-winning actor, but he wasn't lucky investing, so he lost a lot of money and he was in debt. In order to pay off all of his debts, he took a lot of bad movies. So eventually, people stopped watching his films because they think, oh, it's going to be a bad one. But in recent years, he started to pay off his debts, and now people started to remember, oh, he was an award-winning actor. So now he no longer has to bear the responsibility of a bad movie. He started to take some unique films or works with styles. Now the audience even respects him and dubs him as the cult leader. If you ask me to guess what will happen in the movie just from the introduction, I guess he will find out the background of the fan, and maybe he's some gangster or something, and he needs to pull out all different characters from his past movies to entertain or deceive that fan to get away. And since that villain is a big fan of Nicolas Cage, he probably would be very excited or even interact with him. So if you are also a big fan of Nicolas Cage, you will find a lot of Easter eggs in the movie. You will enjoy it, definitely. So it's kind of a nostalgic throwback movie for anyone who's familiar with Nicolas Cage's good old days. I remember I also watched a lot of Nicolas Cage's films when I was little. But yes, like recent years, we don't really watch his movie because as long as he's in it, it's probably a bad one. But he's going to tell the world that this is changed and you can watch my movies once again. So if you believe in Nicolas Cage, you can go watch The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent this weekend. And now we're going to move on to Top 007. Before that, let's review what we had from last week first. Top 3 was The Batman. Top 2, Morbius, and Top 1 was The Lost City. Let's listen to Top 7 to Top 4 first. In top country, 5, family, Ambulance. How much do you need? 231. How about more? 32. 30 years of version can make you a wizard. Top 4, Incantation. There were only three movies from top 7 to top 4 this week, so we can expect that it's a little bit crowded from top 3 to top 1. So let's talk about these three movies. 
there were two top fives. Ambulance. It was back on chart again. And basically, it's for the audience who loves Michael Bay or Jake Eanhow. Most of the plot happened in the ambulance. So even though it's not a bad movie, if you're not somebody who like Michael Bay's explosion style, you probably wouldn't like this movie. Next, we have Japanese movie, 30 Years of Virginity Can Make You a Wizard. The title is super long, so I don't know if it's an official, unofficial title, or just the fans called it. It has another name, Cherry Magic. It's a boy love movie, but it's not that kind with sexual scenes in it. It's still PG, so it's just a movie about love and the exploration of the relationship between these two protagonists. So either you like boy love movies or you like Japanese movies, you can go watch 30 Years of Virginity Can Make You a Wizard. Last but not least, we have Incantation. It's not on top 3 to top 1 now. I guess it's because anyone who dares to watch it already saw it. And that's it. But since it's still on the chart, I believe the box office still stays pretty good. But there are several hit films coming out next week. So we don't know if Incantation is going to stay on the chart any longer. But this is one of the few horror movies recently and the only one that's actually good. So if you are someone who likes horror movie, especially ghost movies, Incantation is the choice to make. And now is the time for the crowded top 3 to top 1. Top 3. Fantastic Beasts. The Secrets of Dumbledore. We're here to see Albus Dumbledore. Top 2. Morbius. You need a doctor? <laughs> I am a doctor. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. What's happening? <laughs> okay, quick version. Robotnik is back. Top 1. The Lost City. Ladies and gentlemen, the world's sexiest cover model, Dash McMahon! I know we're going to talk about crazy and ridiculous movies today, so we should talk about The Lost City. But I've talked about it in the past few weeks. Among these four movies, we only haven't talked about Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore yet. So that's what I want to discuss today. First of all, it's the very first time that the new Grindelwald is going to come out. For some of you who may not know what happened, let me tell you first. The actor was switched because Johnny Depp was in controversy of his family private affairs. And if you're following the news, they just went on court once again recently. So it's about domestic abuse. And from all the evidence we have so far, it seems that Johnny Depp is the person who got domestic abused. But because Amber is a woman, back at the time when Me Too movement was very popular, she came out and said that Johnny Depp abused her. Everybody believed her. And that's the reason why Disney stopped cooperation with him and Warner Brothers decided to switch him for another Grindelwald. The person who took over is Denmark's award-winning actor Matt Mikkelsen. He said that he thinks the crew gave him a very great story, a very outstanding, very packed script. But at the same time, there are some very interesting and heartbreaking stories. Well, of course, Mickelson said that. 
but I doubt it because according to people who have seen it, it really is not that good. I haven't seen it. I hope I can watch it this Monday. I'm not sure because of the pandemic, but I'm a porterhead, so no matter how bad it is, I'm going to watch it eventually. In this episode, the crew not only wants to present the audience with a magical experience, but also dig in the characters, talking about family, hope, brotherhood, and friendship. So the themes for this movie are very universal. Also, we will be able to see the formation of Dumbledore's army. Not the Dumbledore's army we saw in the fifth episode of Harry Potter, but since we already saw the formation and detailed introduction of Grindelwald's dark magic wizard army in the last episode, including Quidditch, who just knew who he is, and Queenie, who decided to join at the last minute. So in this episode, besides revealing Dumbledore's secret, we're going to find out Dumbledore's army. All the members in the army don't belong to any side, and they're even like outsiders who can't get along with people. Besides, they all have different powers. So even though people keep saying Fantastic Beasts, the secrets of Dumbledore is not good, I think Potterheads will still go watch it. I'm one of the Potterheads. I wish I can see it soon. How about you? If you already saw it. Please tell me what you think, and remember to come back same time next week at Screen Screen. I'm Viola. Bye bye.